everyone. Welcome back to the second episode of the Introspection Podcast, where we have deep conversations around a variety of topics in order to develop a new perspective. I'm your host, Dion, and today we're going to be discussing the topics around introversion and extroversion with Allie Corey. I've known Allie since I started college, and she's been an amazing mentor and friend. So now I'm going to turn it over to Allie as she does her introduction. Thank you so much, Dion. Um, so like he said, my name is Allie Corey. I work in medical education, but I met Dion when I worked at Ryder University. I am also a graduate of Ryder, graduated in 2017, graduated in 20 or 15, sorry, graduated in 2017 from NYU with my master's. Um, and I do a lot of work like surrounding leadership and something that I really like to discuss is introversion and extroversion. Um, I think it's a really unique thing. So I'm excited to be here with you today, Dion. And just for the record, I am an extrovert. I'm a self-proclaimed extrovert. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Yep, and I am self-proclaimed introvert right here. So before we get into our little topic, let's try to define what extroversion and introversion is because like there is a lot of misconceptions around these two terms and like it means one thing, but it actually means like it doesn't really mean what it actually is. So what, uh, Ali, my question is, what do you think introversion and extroversion is? So I feel like a lot of people think that introversion and extroversion are like introverts are just like, like shy and extroverts are really outgoing people. And they're not wrong, but it's not that they're just shy people. I think that introverts are very observant. They're people who look at the world in a different way and they tend to think before they speak. Extroverts, a lot of the times, are the people who are, I don't want to say like natural born leaders, because I think that you can find natural born leaders in both groups, but I think they're people who are more likely to take charge of a situation. Um, and a lot of the times they're really out there. These are people that you'll see like, hey, like, let's all go and do this thing, um, because they're more outgoing. They tend not to think before they speak. So like I just did to myself there. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't thinking too, or talking too quickly, but I think the extroverts a lot of the times um, just like don't always think before they speak. They are a little bit louder, but not all the times. Um, yeah. Like you touched on a lot of really good points and I would have kind of defined int introversion and extroversion like that, but I also would have added like another aspect of like how they get their energy. So like with it, like yes. with extroverts, like they gain their energy by socializing with a bunch of different people. Like, like if you put them in a party setting, they'll be talking with anyone and they'll be feeling fully recharged and everything. Opposed to like an introvert where they just get their energy just by spending some time alone and just like self-reflecting. I've, I've been in like wow. numerous situations where I've just been like in social settings and it was just too much for me and I just needed to be alone. So it just really depends on where you get your energy from. And I think like, that's where like a lot of misconceptions come in because like, since introverts like spend a lot of time on their own, people just automatically assume that they're either shy or they're just unsociable when that's just not really true. They just like, they're either observing or just like trying to recharge. Our listeners can't see me, but I was nodding my head when Dion was saying that. That's a hundred percent true. The energy thing, like where they get their energy from is really important. Definitely. And so moving on, since we already defined what introversion and extroversion is, my first question is, why do you think society prefers extroverts to introverts, especially in this day and age? I think that society prefers extroverts to introverts simply because it's almost like the easy way out. It's really great to um, put all of your energy on the popular cheerleader and the person that's always at the center of attention because they're placing themselves at their center of attention. But I do think that Hollywood in some ways prefers introverts to extroverts because look at a lot of movies. They love to romanticize people 
who are introverts. So I think that that's also something to note is that in society, like we as ourselves tend to gravitate towards extroverted people. But I think that um, Hollywood does really love to focus on introverts. Like there are so many movies and shows based around like the shy girl or the shy guy, like being pulled out of their shell, not necessarily turning into an extrovert, but becoming comfortable with who they are. I never really picked up on that until you mentioned that. Like I've really just seen like, I've never really thought into like the whole introvert and extroversion thing. I just really just saw like this person is just like, they're just trying to be themselves, just trying to move, live with emotions or whatever. But like now that I'm thinking about it, especially like in a lot of romance, romance movies, novels and all that stuff, like they really, really they really prefer introverts over extroverts. Like they just want to pull yeah. the introverts out of their shell, not like not change them or anything. Like there are some instances where they might do that. But just like in general, they just like, let me just try to pull you out of your shell so you can be like more like us, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's a very classic, like, rom-com drama plot where, like, the boy comes and, like, saves the girl and, like, makes her more outgoing. I mean, it, like, even look at High School Musical. I feel like you might be too young for that. But um, High School Musical, like, Troy with Gabriella, where she, like, shows up in school and is all shy and doesn't know anybody. And he's like, come with me. I show you everything. <laughs> Introduces her to the whole school and, like, literally pulls her out of her shell. Definitely. And then to add on to that, does this, like, we, I think we kind of touched on it, but, like, does this also involve, like, the confidence that an extrovert naturally radiates? I definitely think so. I feel like extroverts, whether it be good or bad, like, do exude a natural confidence just because a lot of the times extroverts are more comfortable, like, in group settings and stuff. So I think that, like, it does have to do with that. I mean, look at, like, a lot of our like world leaders, presidents, people that are celebrities and stuff, a lot of them are extroverts because um, of the fact that they enjoy being in the public eye and like all of the things that it takes to climb to the top in that way. And I think that people who are more naturally extroverted tend to put themselves out there more. And I think that that's like has to do with part of the confidence. And I think that's like something that definitely draws people into that. Yeah. And in some ways I too kind of agree with that, but also I think like there could be like some cases where someone could be attracted to like an introvert just because of like the confidence that they irradiate on their own. Just like just being like just being right there or whatever. Oh, I'm thinking of Messi and like he doesn't really he's not yeah. really in the public eye most of the time. But whenever you play or whenever he's on the field, just like he just radiates that confidence. Like when you know he's on the field, you know something is going to happen. So that's like yeah. one of my like, connections to like the confidence. I definitely feel like too with celebrities, like those shy celebrities, like the like know how to work the camera and like all of that stuff. Like people like, again, love like romanticizing like the shy person um, or the person who's a little bit more introverted. I do think that introverts exude confidence though in the fact that introverts are really, and I might be jumping ahead, so I'm sorry if I am, but they're a lot of the times more comfortable doing things on their own, which I think is really cool. Like people that I feel like are more likely to go to bars and restaurants by themselves are introverts, but I feel like extroverts because they get their energy from other people feel awkward doing things by themselves. So I think that that like, I think it's like an ebb and flow with it. Definitely. Like there's not, there's like some, someone could be attracted to an extrovert, but most times since like the way that society is built right now, it's just like, people prefer extroverts, even though introverts kind of do radiate that same kind of confidence. And it tends to be a little overshadowed. Like, I'm not saying that I hate extroverts yes. in any way, but like, it just oh. like, it just like tends to overshadow. Did not think that you were thinking that you hated on extroverts. So you're good. <laughs> um, so there is, there is another question I want to ask is like, 
what do you think may cause a person to become more introverted or extroverted? I think that it has a lot to do with people's life experiences growing up. I don't know if introversion or extroversion is something that we're necessarily born with. Like, I think that some people are naturally more outgoing, but I think that a lot of it has to do with like your experiences. Like you'll see people who are bullied um, growing up, like either one of two things happen. Like a lot of the times they ended up like they end up retreating into their shells, but then sometimes people also take that and fuel it into something else. Um, you'll see a lot of the times, like it's a very common thing, like stand up comedians, a lot of the times you're like, oh, I was like bullied as a child and they become this like extroverted personality to kind of combat that and help them deal with that. So I think a lot of it has to do with like just your childhood. Like I don't want to be like childhood trauma and all of that. Cause I don't think that it's necessarily just people who are like traumatized in their childhood. I just think a lot of it has to do with like your life experiences growing up. Like your childhood shapes your entire world and not just in school, like at your parents' house. Like I think that people's whose parents like have a lot of conversations with them and talk to them from a really young age. And I'm not saying that your family didn't do this because you're like introverted, but I think that people who tend to have more conversations with their kids when they're really, really young, they might end up being more outgoing because of the fact that their parents have gotten them used to having those conversations. But you can also be outgoing with your family and not outgoing or extroverted with lots of other people because it has to do with that energy portion of it. So it's not necessarily like, oh, like Dion doesn't ever talk because you do talk. I hear you talk all the time. But I think that like it might be that in a social setting, you're going to be a little bit more reserved where if you're at home, you're going to be that Dion that everybody knows that is bubbly, is outgoing, like can have conversations. It's, so I think that like it has to do with the energy, like, and really like how you view the world. But I also think it has a lot to do with like people's upbringings and just their lived experience. And then if I can also add on to that, I think like a lot of cultural values also play a role into that as well. Like I'm Jamaican and also Barbadian as well, but like Jamaicans are very sociable and they like to be in people's business. So it's just like by nature, they are very naturally extroverted since like growing up like that. I was like, my mom was just like always sociable. Like she was always talking to people. I don't know how she does it. Like, I don't know how her mouth doesn't become dry after like talking to so many, pe so many people. And then when it comes to me, my mom tries to make me to talk to people. And, but like, I just like, I either freeze up or I just don't like have anything to say. So it's just like cultural values do play a role into that, but like not all the time. It's just more focused on like your upbringing and how you like view the world as well. So I know I kind of went through yeah. that, like cultural values plays a lot into my identity, but I don't know how it could be. I don't know if it's the same for everyone else. So I don't know if mine is necessarily like culturally, um, but I feel like some of mine came from the fact that I was involved in Girl Scouts at a young age. And I feel like that helped me like develop a confidence. But I also like from the time I was like really little, like I don't even remember. I started talking when I was like 10, 11 months old. And my mom was just like, you just never stopped. Like you just <laughs> started talking and it was just like you wanted to meet everybody and see every like so i don't know like yeah i'm just very outgoing as you know um, um and then a follow-up question i want to ask is was there ever a period in your life where you felt this shift of like from going like introvert to extroverted or just like you just had periods of just being completely introverted hmm. yeah i mean i feel like at the start of like life transitions in general um i tend to be a little bit more introverted because I don't know like people or I don't just yet like 
feel comfortable. Like I know that when I went to college, like I made friends, but I definitely was not like the most outgoing individual the way that I was like going into my senior year, like where I felt comfortable enough to like knock on every person's door and like announce that I was running for student body president. Um, And I feel like right now, even like having just moved to New York, like this is the longest stretch of time I've spent here and I'm on like day five. Um, I don't really know like a lot of people, most of my friends have moved. So I feel like I'm in much more of like an introverted, like mindset and phase than like when I have like that really large group of friends and I can be like, Hey, like, let's go do this. Let's go here. Like, let's do this. But I don't know if it's necessarily like introversion versus extroversion. Um, cause it's not like where I get my energy from in that sense. But I feel like other than the energy portion of it, like during life shifts, I tend to become a little bit more introverted. And then when I am really, really comfortable in a place, that's really like when my do think that like I can, I like enjoy being by myself and all of that stuff. What about you? For me, I think it was just like, it just like slowly happened because I, I think I remember like from like, I think first grade, I was just like very sociable. Like I was talking to everyone, like I knew everyone in my grade and then I got held back. And then like, I was still sociable. Like I, I knew everyone, I was talking to everyone. But like after that, I don't know what happened. It's just like, like I just slowly just like, I didn't come more reserved. Like I still talk to people. It's just like, I've gotten to a point, like I've been getting to a point where I just like, wasn't the person who knew how to start conversations. So because of that, like, I think subtle things like those kind of caused me to become more introverted, but it wasn't just like, it wasn't just like life changing or whatever. It's just like, I just didn't have anything to say at that particular moment. Like if I needed to say something, like if I needed to say something then I will, but other than that, I just really didn't have anything to say. But I think like one of the main triggers was, I think, it was just like constantly being ignored. Like when I needed, like when I wanted to say something or I needed, or I needed something, I was either ignored or I was just like pushed to the side. So I think that kind of caused me to push it. It caused me to become more introverted and not speak up or just like talk to people. So I think because of that, like it happens a lot with my family, with my family. Like whenever I need something, my mom would be like, Oh, go to your dad. And then my dad be like, go to your mom. And I'm like, who do I go to? And it's just like, yeah, I'm just like, all right. I'll just like, I'll just go back to my room. And so I think like small things like those kind of like caused me to become more introverted. And then the other thing, it was the fact that my mom tried to force me to socialize when I didn't really want to socialize. And then once when I didn't want to socialize, she was just like, oh, you're just being antisocial. Like it happened to me like a few months ago when my two sisters uh, came in with their boyfriends. I'm like, oh, why don't you socialize? And then I'm like, no. I don't want to socialize. <laughs> Why don't you understand? Yeah, sometimes you're just like not in the mood and you're like, I'm not being rude. Like, I just don't feel like it. And it's also kind of hard to explain that to an extrovert. Like, I'm not saying that you won't understand. It's just like my mom doesn't really understand. Like, I just, I wasn't feeling myself. Like, I didn't want to socialize at all just because like I was lacking the energy to do so. But like, she kind of forced me to do that. And I really did not like that at all. No, I totally get that. I was supposed to hang out with a friend like a few weeks ago and they texted me and they were like, hey, I had a really long night, like, or like day, like the night before, whatever. Like, and I'm just not feeling like myself. Like I need to recharge. Like, is that okay? And then you just have to be like, yeah, but it's tough. Like with parents or people who like don't always get it. Cause not everybody's going to get that. Like they're going to be like, what do you mean? You can't socialize right now. And you're like, I just need my space. <laughs> yeah. Like I've been in those situations before and like it happened, it happened to me a few times in college, but like other than that, I just really just ignored those. So those are like kind of my triggers for me. So in what ways did introversion and extroversion define your identity through life? Hmm. 
I feel like it has given me the confidence to do things that I wouldn't normally do. So like being an extrovert, I think like helped me a lot. Like when I ran for SGA president, like junior year, um, the staff didn't expect me to win. And that's not because they didn't want me to. It was because I was one of the only candidates that wasn't like in a major social circle. So I wasn't like somebody that was involved with Greek life or with sports. Like I wasn't typically the demographic of student that would become student body president just because I didn't have that backing of student groups, like whatever. But because I was an extrovert and so comfortable with where I was, like I was able to connect with such a large group of people to get them all to go out and vote. So I feel like that really helps with things. But like in terms of other things like dating, like I feel like I'm, it's funny, like my mom and my sister and I always joke that like people never come up to me in public because I don't look approachable, um, which I think is funny, but it's <laughs> kind of true. I think because I'm an extrovert, if I'm interested like in dating or a friend or whatever, like if I just like meet somebody out, I can either be like really friendly and be like, yes, absolutely. And if not, I can just be like, nope, because I like am comfortable. Like I know who I am and like what I want out of like friendships and life and stuff. But I feel like I'm much more likely to put myself out there, like in different situations. Like I would be the first one to volunteer for something at work or like, I'm always like, oh, like let's get everybody together and like do stuff. Like my high school friends joke around that nobody would see each other if I didn't organize things. And like, they're probably right. Um, Like my sister and I for years have organized things. So I feel like, I mean, even bringing it back to like that student body president example, like that's something that it's like, normally you're going to find more extroverted people running for those type of things because you have to be willing to put yourselves out there. It's not saying the introverts can't, but it's like, if you don't enjoy the public spotlight and you don't enjoy having people talk about you and you don't enjoy meeting people, you're probably not going to do something that's like, wow, let me go talk to hundreds or thousands of people. And then like to put that on an even like larger scale, like rarely do we see introverts running for president of the United States. That's not like you got to shake a lot of hands and kiss a lot of babies and it's yeah. nothing against introverts. You are all wonderful people, but having to go on like a, like Barack Obama or Donald Trump style press tour for most introverts is like, that's my worst nightmare. Like people will be like, Oh, having to talk publicly. And then it's like to millions of people on television or to like hundreds of thousands of people at a crowd. Like, if you like, I'm an extrovert and that doesn't even sound that appealing to me. So I feel like as introverts, like when you look at like life choices, like I feel like it determines your career a lot of the times with those types of things. Definitely. Like you, you can't, there are introverts who are really in extroverted roles, but it's kind of like difficult for them because like they just really have to take that step back so they can like better assess like how they're doing and what, like what the situation situation is around them. So it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a hard place to be put in if if you're an introvert like if you want to run for something so it's kind of difficult. Um, I so, always commend introverts that do that type of stuff. Yeah, uh, that I think that reminds me, there was something that happened in England. Like the government of England wanted to repeal like uh, food stamps for the uh, for kids, and then like this soccer player that I really admire, he's like I think like a year older than me. Like he literally sent a letter straight to the government. It got rejected the first time and then they made a u-turn and everyone's commending him for it like there's like a whole mural for him and everything and i think like he he doesn't like being in the public either like he just like he's just there half the time and because of like because of that he got an mbe for it too it really kind of reinforced like the idea that i had to be extroverted in order to socialize or i had to be like 
be part of society, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And like when I try to be part of this, when I try to be part of society, I kind of actively realize like I didn't really belong there. Like I wasn't really myself when I was in that environment at all. So like when yeah. I took that step back and tried to be more introverted, like I still felt that out of placeness, but like I was more comfortable. If that if that makes sense, there was such, like I was at a dinner at one point where I had to socialize with people that I didn't know. So it was just like I socialized and took like twenty minutes twenty minutes to relax, then I socialized again, took like another twenty minutes to relax. So it was just like it was like very overwhelming for me. So and then in turn, and then in terms of my dating life, um, kind of difficult because like you have to be extroverted and like society already assumes that the man has to make the first move because if you don't then you're just going to be left there so it's, it's kind of difficult i don't i don't know if all i don't know if all introverted men experience the same thing i do but like that's kind of like the situation i'm in right now it's just like I have, i'm forced to put myself out there even though i don't really want to so yeah so i feel like to bring it back to Brene brown my girl you know i love her <laughs> always talks about like dating and vulnerability and how when you are vulnerable like that is the birthplace of joy and love and creativity. And she like in her Netflix special talks about how like specifically talks about dating and is like, if you don't put yourself out there, like you won't get those things. And it's so hard. I always tell my friends, like when they come to me and they're like, Oh, I don't know if I should talk to them. I'm like, why would you run from your own happiness? And then they're always like, Oh, why would I? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a tough situation that, that introverts are put in. So I don't, it definitely is like they got it they got to be this one person and then once they're done they just gotta put they just gotta take off that mask real quick and then just relax for a bit so it's just like oof, it's very difficult i feel like the mark of a good relationship as an introvert or an extrovert really anybody is when you can find somebody that you can just be yourself with like even in public definitely i cannot agree with that and then uh, there is a quote that I wanted to mention, and this is from an like an, this is from an introverted author that I found like a few months ago, back in like May. Her name is Michaela Chung, and she wrote a book called *The Irresistible Introvert*. And the quote that I wanted to share is: Sometimes the problem isn't that we feel too little; is that is that introverts feel too much. We experience the unexpected tidal wave of emotion. The frustrating part about the emotional about these emotional emotional swells is that they're unpredictable. What are your thoughts around these quotes? I feel like that's really true. Um, I feel like introverts, because you're always looking and observing and just taking in the world, you feel the world's pain so much more and the world's joy. But I feel like a lot of the times, like you, and not just you, um, but introverts in general, a lot of the times like feel that and they feel very deeply. Um, and I think that you see a lot of the times people that are introverts, um, like when things get really bad, um, in the world in general or in their life, they kind of like retreat back into their shell because they're feeling so deep. And it's not saying that extroverts cannot feel emotion deeply. That's absolutely not true. But I just think that introverts a lot of the times feel it in a different way. Yeah, it it feels like they're like being like it's like a lot of I don't want to say stimuli, but it kind of is like it's coming at them all at once. And like you don't know what to do with it. Like do you feel it or just like, just try to block it out? Because if you block it out, then, oh, I don't know. Am I emotionless? Because like, I don't make, like, I don't make a face when I'm around others, but like when I'm by myself, it's just like, it just comes at me all at once. So it's yeah. just, it's very difficult to really know what you're really feeling. And like, you don't know if you're just going to be too, you don't know if it's, gonna, it's just going to be too much or it's just going to be too little. 
my friend she kind of talked to me about it she felt she told me that she doesn't know if she's like she doesn't know she doesn't know if she has like emotions or whatever because like when something bad happens like she doesn't feel it it doesn't come to her as much but i think when she's by herself like it just comes at her all at once and like she doesn't know how to like handle those emotions so that's really tough especially considering all the negativity that's out in the world right now there is a lot of negative things going on but there's a lot of good coming from it so definitely and then there is something i also wanted to mention yeah are there are there any other famous individuals that you can think of that are introverts uh naomi osaka like she publicly says that she's an introvert she struggles with depression like she has a hard time talking to people so i didn't know that she was an introvert so i don't really follow i shouldn't say i don't follow the sports i just know like straight up nothing about the sport of tennis other than that roger federer or however you pronounce that man's last name is somehow connected to it and that venus and serena are really good tennis players like that's my knowledge of tennis and like they wear white skirts um, <laughs> i like found out who and this is like ignorance on my part but i like found out who naomi osaka was like months after like the rest of the world did like she like lit the olympic torch and everybody was like oh my god this girl and i was like who is she <laughs> the fact like the whole world talked about her in the month of june and i just didn't they were talking about her for the wrong reasons but i don't want to get into that that's okay um, I, like, but i don't know why but uh she kind of like she kind of like openly said to the public that she kind of like struggles with depression like she like there was one point i think it was like in a french opening or whatever i think it was i don't i don't know i don't want to uh, say the wrong name of it but like she literally did not want to go to any press meetings and because she didn't do that the federation consistently fined her for the times that she didn't go and then it just got to a point where she was just like all right i'm just gonna withdraw now like there's no point in paying a fine for this like even if i do get the fine i'm just gonna donate to jerry because like there's no point in just like going to this press meeting where the media is just gonna grill me for something i'm like oh why didn't you do this well, how could you do better or just like yeah it's just like stuff like that gets overwhelmed because the press can be very brutal for no reason it's like really tough i would not i do not envy people who are famous like that and i would never want to have to be like regulated and forced to go to press conferences and like it sucks because like you have to go to those things because it's like that's what pays the bills like that's like why they require that you go and like that's like so terrible because especially for introverts like it really takes a toll on their mental health like when you have to sit there and like consistently talk about that like i know an athlete who's talked a lot about their mental health like is michael phelps and he was really one of the first people to ever like come out and be like hey i struggle with depression I remember the whole world was like, what? How could you be depressed? You have like 900 gold medals. And he was like, well, you know, like there's more to life than just winning gold medals. Exactly. And I feel like that really struck me. Like when somebody who like you looked at Michael Phelps and like we all truly like would think that he has his life together. Like he's the most decorated Olympian of all time. Like he should have been really happy like when he was in the prime of his career and like he wasn't. And that's not his fault. And like that's not only like introversion, extroversion. That's just like mental health exactly and like i don't know if i don't know if you i don't know if you still see it but like a lot of the world they still see athletes as just like tools for entertainment and that's it like they don't see them as actual people and that's kind of like that's what kind of hurts the most it's just like i was a former athlete and people just saw me like i'm not sure if people saw me if i was just like an athlete or whatever like they just saw me like oh we're just gonna get the pride or whatever but i think they just really just saw me as a tool for entertainment especially like when you look at people that are on like that like worldwide scale like i mean we can talk about Simone Biles for days 
and we won't, but like, I'll just touch on the fact that like, we all know what happened with Simone at the Olympics and like that pressure and the fact that like, it shouldn't have been like that. And yet like it was. Why do you think that introverts have to wear a mask in an extroverted society? I feel like introverts have to pretend to be someone who they are not a lot of the times in society because of the fact that like society is so much more welcoming to extroverts than to introverts. But I feel like we're giving people now and especially Gen Z, like I will commend them. They give people the power to be exactly who they are. I think a lot of the times it's pressures that are put on from older generations and it's not like this older generations are bad. It's just their views are different. They grew up in a completely different world. Um, and I think that we have started to give people in society a lot more power to be who they are. So I think that introverts don't necessarily have to wear a mask as much. But I mean, you're the introvert. So you want to talk about your lived experience? Uh, my lived experience? Oof. I would have to say there were certain instances where I did have to wear a mask. Like that party that I went. Well, it wasn't a party. It was more like a social gathering or whatever um i did have to wear a mask and i had to pretend i had to pretend to be an extrovert and then i just hid for like 20 minutes <laughs> but um yeah those were like the only times where like if it was just like a social gathering i had to wear a mask because like if i didn't wear that mask and people were not going to approach me like i had to be like wearing that smiley face well not not a smiley face but more like a welcoming face because like if i just wore a straight face and it's just like oh there it's just like completely unwelcoming so yeah th those were the times i had to wear a mask but I think like introverts may also have to wear a mask if they're involved in corporate America, but I could be wrong. I could, could be completely wrong about this because like in corporate America, you just have to be like completely sociable, but like, that's just me assuming, but yeah. But um, how long did it take you to find yourself? Like find like your true authentic self? I feel like that is still something that um, I'm still doing. I don't know if that ever stops. At least I don't think for me it ever will. Um, because I feel like when you're in different periods of your life, you are a different person. I feel like you have those core values that you develop in your childhood and growing up that form like really who you are. But I think that you change every day. Um, I think that for like self-expression and hobbies and stuff like that, like I feel like that also changes. Like I know that growing up, like I danced competitively. Um, I danced like 16 hours a week that is not something that I do anymore. Like, do I still love to dance? Absolutely. But my hobbies have changed since I was a kid. I think that my forms of self-expression have changed since I was younger. I think that like, as you grow up, quote unquote, you find yourself in a different way. I think that you'll see like you're going into your senior year of college this time next year, your life will be different this time, five years from now, like sitting in my shoes, like where I graduated from Ryder six years ago, like I'm a very different person um, and it's in a good way. Like, I don't know if you ever finish finding yourself. Like I like that quote that's like, life is not about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. So that's my answer to that question. I do have to agree. Like with the way that we're like conditioned, like there's always this pressure where you just have to find yourself so you can be like successful. You, you just have to be like this complete person, whatever. But I think you said it precisely. Like, finding yourself doesn't really end it just like you're just really creating yourself and like you're experiencing new things consistently like every day like i'm not the same person i was like a year ago or two years ago for me like since like the whole 
the whole lockdown happened, like I've just been like exploring like who I am a little bit more each time. And like, because of that, I've discovered new hobbies. Like I've been doing a, like I'm doing, I'm posting a podcast right now. I've been reading a yeah. lot more books. Um, I like, I've discovered the introverted writer and like her work really resonates with me. And like, it makes me feel like completely valid. I'm just not going to be consistently the same person I was before and i'm probably not going to be the same person like five years from now so who, who knows what kind of person I'll be. and my hobbies i've just been like discovering what i like what i really don't like like i really like to read but it's just like it's hard to like consistently like focus on reading uh i'm a i'm an avid video gamer i'm also just like i'm just like i'm really into cars i'm really huge into technology so if you ever want to talk to me about technology please just feel free to talk to me about it because i can go on for hours and hours about it <laughs> but yeah, it's self-expression really never ends. It's just like you're just consistently discovering yourself. Yeah. And I think that like as you change in life and as you go to different stages of your life, like it changes. Like I know that like moving to New York, like I'm going to be a different person because I can have different hobbies here. Like I live back, like my parents live in a really small town. Like there's like a hundred thousand people that live in like the whole county. There's like 8.5 million people that live in this city um the choices here are significantly larger when it comes to being able to go out and do things versus in my town where everything closes at 10 o'clock at night so i think that like that contributes to how you find yourself as well like the opportunities that you have and like the people that you're able to surround yourself with like i don't think that we talk enough about like the people that you surround yourself with and how like a lot of the times for introverts and extroverts like it's difficult to connect and I think it's like interesting with friend circles, like when you see people who are best friends that are introverts and extroverts, and it's like, how did they do that? Like, because I think a lot of the times like society puts up walls between introverts and extroverts. So I think that that's always like interesting. The walls are very you interesting. About that as an introvert. Like you don't want to go onto the other side, but like once you actually go onto the other side, like you actually like learn something from the other side. Like I'm in it, like, like I've talked to like extroverted people before, like there are periods where I just like do enjoy being around extroverts and like they're fun to be around, but there are also just like certain periods where I'm just like, uh, they're a bit too much for me. Can I just need some time to myself? It's just like, depending on what kind of, de depending on what kind of person you're around, they can either drain your energy or just like completely add to your energy. So it just like, it really also, it really just depends to be honest. Yeah. And I feel like that has to do a lot with like who the individual introvert or extrovert is. Cause I think the different drain energy and stuff but I think that that's like completely right like especially for introverts like you'll see that they don't always want to be around extroverts and I think like that's because there's like a time and a place for extroverts like a lot of the times like if you want to go out to a bar and have like a really fun and like wild night that you probably haven't been able to have because you turned 21 in the middle of a pandemic call an extrovert but if you want to like sit down and have like an introspective conversation about life call an introvert. Like there's times and places like you want to go out dancing or like you need a date to a wedding. You're probably not going to bring the quietest person in your friend group. And that's perfectly okay. Cause you want somebody who's going to, if you're an extrovert and you're looking for somebody to like go to a wedding with, like, you're probably going to be like, who can tear it up on the dance floor? Like who can do this? Like, you're not going to be like, who's going to sit at the table and talk about philosophy all night long with the other wedding guests. <laughs> like, not normally something that you like look for. So I think that that's like, like good to talk about is like when you need those introverts and when you need those extroverts. Cause I feel like it's like with any friends, like you don't need all of your friends or all of your people in your life at the same time. Like you need them at different points for different things. Like we get different things from different people. 
Like it's great on big days and big moments to have all of those people there, but you don't need all of them every day in your life for the exact same thing. Exactly. Like I do have a lot of, I do have some extroverted friends and like being around them, it kind of like pushed me to do better. Like try to put myself out there just like little by little, but not like too much. Like they know like what my limits are and what I can do and what I can't do. So it's just like, I'm like, they're just trying to push me in a way that is really beneficial. And I kind of really appreciate that about them. So it just really, it just really depends to be honest. My, my friends tell me that like, whenever I have conversations with them, like they just like, they learn a lot from me from some, for some odd reason, regardless of like Not what kind of conversation we're talking about. You're Dion, you are very smart and you absorb information and are able to talk about it. That's why they learn a lot from you. Um, for the record, I do observe a lot more than I talk. So that's also a factor. I know I had you in class twice. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say anything in that class. Yeah. So I feel like we were just kind of talking about that, but I think it's tough because like, we don't always talk about like the good things that the other brings to the table. Like, I think a lot of the times like extroverts just think like introverts are being quiet and standoffish and introverts are just like, why is this extrovert like talking consistently and like never giving anybody else space. Um, so I think that that's like a really large contributor to it is just those stereotypes that society has around introverts and extroverts. And the fact that like we perpetuate those society, um, those stereotypes. And a lot of the times those stereotypes can be true, but they are like anything else. They are stereotypes. They are not every single extrovert in every single situation or every introvert in every situation. If you come from like a very extroverted family, you're just gonna be like, oh, uh, you just need to push this person out of their uh, comfort zone or whatever. And it's just like, I can do that. But it's just like, it also depends on the, uh, the, the introvert as well. Because like, if they don't vibe with you, then they're like, if they don't vibe with you, then they're just not going to talk to you in general. Like they're just probably going to talk to you one time and then they're just never going to talk to you again. So it's just like, yeah. like they have to vibe well, like an introvert and an extrovert really have to vibe well. And if they don't, then it's just like the incompatibility will just start. And then like, they're going to be clashing more than they're going to be learning from each other. So like I did, I like, I have encountered that numerous times with my friends. Like they try to like consistently try to get me to go to parties. They try to get me, they try to get me to drink or whatever, but it's just like, I didn't feel comfortable enough doing it. So it's just like, I, in my mind, like I subconsciously kind of like turned them off. Like I didn't really mean yeah. to do that, but it's just like, I subconsciously turned them off until like I was comfortable. I was comfortable enough to do it. Like I did have a drink at one point, but, but that was just like a small thing. But other than that, it's just like subconsciously, I just turned, I just turned them off. And like, and I really didn't mean to do that. That's okay. I mean, it, it happens. Like, I think that like we sometimes as extroverts, like I think that I know that something that I like run into all of the time is like getting annoyed that people don't reach out first and then always being like, well, the phone works both ways. But then I'm like, I can also just like, it's not that difficult to just like consistently be the one that like reaches out first. Like, and I think that like, sometimes we make it like such a larger issue that it has to be. And it's not like that person doesn't care. It's just like, sometimes they don't have the energy to send the first text message where they don't think of it. And it's not because like, they don't like you. So I feel like extroverts, like it's okay to always be the first person to like text the person, hey, because it's not that they don't like you. It's just like, sometimes that's just life. It really is. Like, I've like, I'm slowly starting to realize that like, I'm like, I really don't have any energy to text people anymore when they reach out to me. Like, like I see the message and I just ignore it. And then I just end up forgetting about it. And like, I respond really late and I feel bad about it. But like, I think like, it's okay. Like, I think that's something that like, we can all just like, 
say like, Hey, I didn't have the energy. Like, it's not always like, are you free? Cause sometimes too, like you have to text this person. It's like long conversations as opposed to like something that it's just like, Hey, I have a question. And then they're like, Hey, here's the answer. Like sometimes you're just like, I don't want to talk about my day. Like you're nice, but I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, uh, did you ever encounter like this barrier when you were talking to others? I don't know if you went into that or not. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily like a barrier that I've encountered. I just think like sometimes it's just like the barrier that like you put up in your head that it's just like, especially like, as I was saying, like as an extrovert, that like I kind of just have to like remind myself, like it's okay to be the one that reaches out first or like, it's okay to do this. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's, I don't know. I think I did encounter that barrier. It's just like, so it's just like, I think, yeah, in some ways it is kind of like you end up putting up that barrier, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't know if like the other side also puts up that barrier or it's just like that natural barrier that society society puts up as well. I don't know if extroverts necessarily put up a barrier. I feel like introverts, I mean, I think that both sides can put up barriers. Like when you feel uncomfortable, that's like a normal human response. But I feel like introverts are more likely to have deep conversations where extroverts are way more likely to overshare. Like I know I find myself like saying things sometimes that I'm like, why did I just tell like a random person that like piece of personal information that like they didn't need to know. And it's not like I'm having a deep conversation. It's just like a lot of the times extroverts, because we think as we speak, as opposed to before we speak the way the introverts do, we overshare a lot. So I think that's always like an interesting like difference. Extroverts are 10 out of 10, the people that will like talk your ear off in the grocery store line. And you'll be like, like, you know, like when your parent comes home from the grocery store and they're like, this lady was telling me about her divorce and her children and her dog. <laughs> and, she, and you're like, how, how did you have that conversation? At least 10 out of 10, an extrovert. Never did an introvert walk into a grocery store and go, you know what I'm going to do? Tell my deep, dark secrets to a stranger in line. If I ever like that's happened, it happens to everybody that you just get stuck with some random person, like whether you're on an airplane or like you're just at a like your Uber driver, somebody they're always an extrovert. Introverts don't do that. I think I did encounter those, but like it wasn't just like they were talking my ear off. It was more like reciprocal. Like I was I was on I was taking an Uber to the train because I was heading to New York at the time. And I was talking to this one person and we were having a really good conversation. We we're going back and forth. We were talking about how this he was going to go to he was going to take a vacation. And I was telling him how I was going to go to New York to do some stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's a really fun conversation. Like those kind of conversations are very fun. It's just like we didn't overshare. We were just talking about what we were doing. But I like in, in like with in the context of your conversation, I don't think I've ever encountered something like that. And I hope that I never do. Oh. I hope you don't either, but it, like somehow it always happens to me. Like I always have somebody that I'm just like, how, like, why, why did you tell me this? But I feel like I, not in those situations, but like, I'll be the person, like if I'm in a cab with somebody that like, I will like absolutely have the conversation, like where I feel like introverts a lot of the times are just like, oh, I'm going to New York. And I'll be like, oh, I'm going to New York and I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm seeing this person. And like, that's when like you pull the introvert out of their shell and they're like, oh, I'll tell you what I'm doing too. Yeah, it's just like the way that you talk, like the way you talk to someone like really plays into like how comfortable they're going to be discussing. Like the instance of me talking to the Uber driver, like I was comfortable enough to talk to him about, about what I was doing. So it was just like I didn't really have a problem with that. But like opposed to your example where someone was talking you're off about like their divorce or whatever, I'm just like, how were you able to go to that? How did you go from just saying hi to like, oh, I'm going through a divorce or whatever? I'm like... How is that? How is that possible? It's just like, oh, my husband.
husband used to handle all the coupons, but I'm divorcing him. And you're just like, oh, and then they just launch into it. Because I feel like when you're going through any major life change and divorce is a huge life change, people relate every single thing back to that. It's like when somebody loses a parent, like everything in their life suddenly becomes about that parent. And it's not always healthy. Like it's a natural part of like life changes. But it'll be like, my Johnny used to eat peanut butter. And then like, yeah, it's like, or if you've ever like, I don't know, there's just like, I think people when they go through like a major life thing, like even you'll see like when you graduate college, like everything that year, like will kind of be about like you graduating college. So you're able to like bring everything back. And I think extroverts who overshare will just spew it to a stranger in a way that you're like, how did you connect that? I think it also has to do with like, you're probably never going to see that stranger again. So like, once you tell them something, like it, it may feel good on an extrovert at the time, because like, I just told you all this and I'm, and I'm never going to see you again. So it's just like, oh, yeah, it feels like so much better. It's therapy. Mm-hmm. Opposed to introverts where they're just like, they're more prone to like journaling or whatever. And like, I've started to do that. And like, it's been very helpful for me for, it's been very helpful yeah. for me to like exhale the emotions that I've been like trying to like like i've been trying to bottle up for so long so it's just like very helpful for me so is there anything you want to share with uh anything you want to share with uh like with our audience like anything you want to leave them with yeah absolutely well first off i just want to say thank you for having me this was so much fun and i loved getting to do this have me back as a guest anytime you want and to our listeners i feel like to introverts extroverts and ambiverts i'm going to give the same like tidbit of advice and that's just to continue being yourself and to be yourself you will find yourself and create yourself in so many different ways and stages throughout your life but as long as you hold those core values that you have deep within who you are and just continue to be yourself and live as authentically as you can then you're on the right path like you don't have to be what anybody what any man woman child society says that you need to be just be true to you that's a beautiful message and then for me the thing i want to leave you is leave you with is try not to get too tied with the label of introvert extrovert and ambiverts like like i'm trying like i'm trying to be more in touch with like my introverted personality but like i'm not trying to let that become my label i'm not going to let them say like oh you're an introvert i'm not going to talk to you anymore like just because i'm an introvert doesn't mean i'm not going to try to socialize with you just like don't try to get tied to those labels because the minute you do you're just going to be, it's just going to be a lot more harder to navigate through your life. Yeah. You're so much more than just an introvert. You have all of these different things you do. I mean, you have a podcast, like you're not an introvert. You're Dion. <laughs> you're you at the end of the day. So Exactly. That's a great match for us to end on. You are you at the end of the day.